Hello and welcome to Open All Ours. I'm David Fraser. Uh, there are one, two, there's five of us here today, five QPR fans. So, Why did you have to think about your name? I didn't think about my name, I thought about how many people were around the table. Oh, and that was the lexic. counting bit. Um, right, let's, uh, so who have we got? Trying to throw me off course as usual is Paul Finney. Yeah, good evening, is. Paul. Uh, also, good evening, um, David. Ritter- good evening. Good evening. Returning. Returners, podcast returners, is Ian McCulloch. Hello. And Flo Lloyd Hughes. Hello. Uh, and we're also joined by Angelica, who... Hello, everyone. And you are from a very exotic location. Yeah, from Mexico. For, for QPR fans. <laughs> and so, so you've come over, explain if, if you can, you, you've come over to watch QPR or for an altogether more sensible purpose. Uh, I'm here on holidays, but actually the main reason that I, why I am here, it's actually to see QPR. Yeah. Explain. Uh, I just love them. <laughs> how how does this happen? If you if you're from Mexico. Um, yeah, I know it's quite a funny story because I was a, I am actually a big fan of the Cure, and I the found cure. out yeah okay I found out that Robert Smith is a. QPR fan, yeah, and I was looking for a London team when I was little because all my friends are from the north, and I have friends who support Liverpool and Manchester and whole city actually, um, and I, I was like, I need a London team. So Robert Smith was a reason, and my dad was a big fan of the Northern Irish football team. And what? Yeah, George Best, um, George Best, Josh Best yeah, of okay. course, and yeah, Alan McDonald. No, no, but but he was a fan of Alan McDonald actually because of the Mexican Football World Cup. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it was all written, I think. And how long is your trip, and how many games have you gone to on the trip? Okay, it's my second um, QPR game, first of the league. The first one was last year, um, the Stan Bowles game. Okay. So uh, second game, second defeat. You can blame it on me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you going on Saturday? Uh, no, because I'm leaving on Friday. Oh. So, so we might win that one. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so, what? if you don't mind me asking, right, how come your dad got into Northern Irish football and does he heard of Glen Torn? <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't, Glen- he hasn't heard of Glen Torn, but um, because of, I think our football shirts were actually the uh, same. Yeah. So Mexico and Northern Ireland have a very similar football shirt. Mm. So uh, he accidentally went to a Northern Ireland game. And, and that's why he became a fan. And you so, went to Belfast as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I went to Belfast. I went to Sigurd Torren. All, all spoiled fault. <laughs> um, it was a 4-1 game. It was shit. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> set up. And um, Angelic, well, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the UK, welcome to QPR, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, Angelica and Paul are sharing a mic tonight, which, which um, is good for everyone, I think. Well, apparently last week you said no one could hear me, and I can only think that could enhance the podcast beyond brilliance. Well, you said it, not me. Um, okay, so, uh, welcome everyone, that was very long welcomes. Uh, not very much kind of in the way of introduction, but thank you to Julian Dromgall. For the beers. Thank you very much, Julian. If anybody else wants to buy us a beer and is always appreciated and does go towards our podcast running costs, you can go on our website at QPR Pod and click on support the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter at QPR Pod. I'll just buy me one at any home game or away game and it goes down the same throat. Well, that is most definitely true. And Paul, therefore, because you spoke, you can start on the Sheffield United game. Well, sadly, I wasn't there because I'm not leaving London at the moment for obvious reasons. But I had a frustrating time online because every game, apart from the QPR game, was was being streamed on legal means, I have to say. And, um, but that's a lie. It's not legal means. But carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't watch it, so I listened to it. And... um, yeah, and Angelica, you were there, but it, it didn't seem the most... Sounded like one to miss. Mm. Well, sometimes maybe it is that way, but 
I couldn't kind of believe the meltdown afterwards. I, I was kind of surprised by that because I'm kind of thinking, well, I would take this all day long when we are now, and the odd defeat, you wouldn't have taken the chin. I, I, the meltdown was weird, so just really weird. explain this to me, because often these things are dictated by who you follow on social media and who interacts with you. And I, I uh, maybe I wasn't on social media on, mm. on Sunday, Saturday night and Sunday morning. So what sort of level, explain this meltdown and what people were saying. Well, I actually didn't see that much of it. I had a similar situation where I think a lot of the people that were melting, I either didn't follow <laughs> or had muted. I think, I can't remember who, was it you, Paul, that tweeted, oh, um, I, must have, I must have muted most of the people who are like kicking up a fuss because I can't see it. Well, Someone tweeted that no, and me. I was thinking, maybe it was Steve, I don't know. I was thinking, That's too oh, long-winded for me. I, I think I'm feeling the same because I haven't seen any of this. I mean, there was a few chats of, oh, you know. Um, what was the general fuss about? People just disappointed and said it, you know, it was pretty lacklustre. But that's that's the only stuff I saw. But did you actually see a bit more well, it's, of it's, a it's outrage? A, it was. It was. A, it's like every away match, isn't it? You want to go there and you you want to win. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't happen. And and I'm as guilty as anyone o- overreacting, as you know, Ian. I'm a massive overreactor, as you know as well, David. And I, no I, I feel the pain as much as anyone, but I, I'm generally kind of weird now that, you know, I can't remember who we were playing the other week, and there was kind of booze at half time, and I'm like, am I... Am I was uh, it the Reading game? Ah, yes, because yeah. I was watching that in Prague, and I could hear it in the, the thing. I was watching Shopping Centre in Prague. I'm a terrible supporter. I, I must give up football. Um, and I'm sitting there watching it thinking, okay, why are you booing? There's no need to boo this team. This team have done some great things this season. They've really dragged themselves up from their arse and gone for it. And we're playing much better football. We're scoring goals. We're actually good to watch again. You're actually looking forward to it on a Saturday morning. You've got a spring in your step going to the Africa Road. Don't get it. Maybe other people who can explain what I'm missing. Or is it- I, I think, I, I it's think just you're... Con- sorry, Flo. I no, think no, you're no, concentrating no. on a very slim uh, number of yeah, EPR exactly. fans who have wound it, you it, up. It's, it's just people slim, that are always going to be negative. They're always going to pick holes. Well, I'm quite negative as a person. The better but... you get, the higher the expectations are. And, it's, and you, when you're on a really good run like we were, as soon as there's a slight bump in the road, people tend to overreact and they enjoy being negative and it's were, hard. Were they being negative about the particular kit that we were wearing? Now, the pink kit, I think, has been accepted now. It's I, a good no, kit. No, no, no. But we get results in that has, kit. But, but playing a team in red and white stripes, it looks mm. terrible. Oh, yeah, that's Club a bad idea. I a tweet saying it was a referee that said they couldn't wear the blue and white hoops. Because I did wonder. So that was the reason why we wore pink. Well, tell yeah, the referee. It looked terrible. Hoop on hoop and it wasn't going to work. Sorry, say that again. So it could be hoop on hoop, red and white, and then... Well, not well generally what they do oh, is... Stripes, football, yeah, you speak to players. Players say the biggest um, colour clash is socks. Right, yeah, yeah, down yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. A man. So when you have white socks on white, that's why it can't work. So, yeah. But. So someone forgot to bring blue socks with them. But if you look at um, the back of... Sheffield United have got a similar issue to what we had, um, that awful kit when it was a... The hoops didn't go all the way around. And oh, they've got God, a panel uh, on the They've back. got a white back. Uh, so yeah. the back of the shirt is white. So, oh, so I, I'm guessing yeah. there is a kind of a reasonably valid reason. But, but, then, I mean, but the thing is, I look at it and go, well... We're moaning about the colour of kit we're wearing. That's not a bad yeah. thing, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of. We're, but moaning, then again, we're moaning about four grand tickets and we're moaning about the colour of the kit we're wearing. I mean, yeah, considering four, where we've been the last three years, that's not. The four grand ticket thing, I'm not getting at all because for for years we've only been able to look one stand for an FA Cup match. And all of a sudden, now everyone. What wants bit to... are you not getting? Do you mean well, as well, in why people are up in arms or the yeah, system because, for well, distributing? Well, the them? system is that those who've got the highest points for going home and away. Get first digs and which, tickets. Which makes sense. Yeah, which makes yeah. And you can't really argue it's with the that. Same at every club. But a lot of people have said, well, I gave up my season ticket X amount of years ago because of a crap, and I, I deserve to see a decent match. Which is, they Everyone calm down, everyone will get a ticket. Everyone I think they will. Tickets. They'll, 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 increase they'll, they'll sell 1,300 tickets and they'll get. The reason the club yeah. haven't bought them is because they have to pave them up front. Yep. Yeah. That's why, and it makes kind of fun. sense. And if they sell them and they go, oh, we've got the market for them, you buy them. My understanding is the away teams can get 15%. We have only, at the moment, taken 5%. And they some, roughly, maybe maybe a bit more, but we haven't taken anywhere near fifteen percent yet. And when you sell them out, you buy another tranche yeah. of tickets. Everyone will get a ticket. Them. Everyone will get. A ticket. But they'll but probably it's... increase the allocation. They won't even sell that out, and they'll be all fuss about nothing. Oh, because they probably only need about two thousand. I think it will go up to about two thousand five hundred or something. I think the big. I mean, they'll, they'll, hmm. we will sell it out. I mean, no doubt about the, the fact. I think the fact the fact is a Saturday. The fact it's our first fourth round. It's a, and it's a, not that far. It's a nice good yeah. away tie as well. It's one that it's, it's going to be, be a hard. It's going to be a tough game, but it's one that is winnable as much as it's losable. So but, it'll be blood and but I do, but I do think um, 
the fact it's on a Saturday is great. Three o'clock Saturday down the South Coast. But I think it's, it, what's it, not to like? You the, know what the, I mean? The, it's, it's but I think it's always happened. It's always happened. It's always happens like, in Rangers, though. You know, you'll always get a ticket. If you need to get a ticket, something game, to complain it. about. Yeah. And it's normally me, and I don't mind that. But to be honest with you, I think everyone will get a ticket. I think there's a massive. It's, it's like I remember years ago we played Man U in that quarter final one, the really sharp, and there was a massive thing in tickets. Mm. And then when you got to Old Trafford, everyone's like, "Oh, do you know what? I've got a spare ticket. I want one." It's mm. always the same. Everyone mm. panics, but there was no internet in them there, so you didn't really have a chance to go on there and, and win. Hold on, which which oh, get, which cup game? At United? That was a quarter final. Nineteen ninety four. Oh right, ninety five maybe. We lost two 0 there's a person in front of me. That's when, that's when we sung Paul Lintz as a wanker for about 45 minutes. No, it was a good 65 minutes. Yeah, anyway. But the funny thing is, there was someone in front of me who had a, like a red devil. There you go, Flo. There's your first 90s reference of the I was night. actually looking for 70s and 80s. Yeah. No, I'll get there in a second. So, Flo, there, there so, so we always thrown very old references for Flo that she couldn't <laughs> possibly have been you around. Can't, I, I was one year one years old in 1994. So. Oh, were you? Yeah. I wasn't. Anyway, so I was at Old Trafford. And there was someone in front of me with a main eight scarf on and the wee Red Devils blow up thing. And I'm like, I'm not being judgmental, but I don't think they were a QPR fan. And um, when they scored, they went up with the Lee Sharp thing. What, what was Weird. the cup game? I went to us playing away in the cup at Old Trafford about eight, nine years ago, but I cannot remember. Yeah, there what is one thing. That was the League Cup with yeah. Terrace. Lost one. Yeah. I think and Gareth yeah. Angel was manager. Uh, no, that was when he missed the 45 calls from Bria Torres yes. yes. on yes. the bench. Yes. yes. So about 2008. Sort of erased that. Yeah. Like, they've, got, they've got Alex Ferguson and we've got Bria Torres. I don't know why we lost that much. But um, that, that was a good crack. And that's right, because on the way home, there was a massive something happened on the M6 and we didn't get home to about four or five of the But morning. I think it, it's kind of, we are in uncharted territory, the, the fourth round. But it's round. good the excitement. And I, I saw something today that the, the box office, who are normally excellent, to be fair to them, mm. always very helpful. They had one till open today and there was people yeah, queuing out the door and waiting 55 minutes and getting turned away. I don't understand. Okay, if some people don't have the internet, obviously I understand, but nowadays I wouldn't go down to the box office to buy your tickets. It's just it's who, illogical. Who's, who's it's not to, got the internet? It's to avoid some the people might, the thing Some people might not be able to... Some people might not be able to afford the internet and sometimes paying... Booking tickets on your phone with data I've had issues with on 3G because sometimes your card security blocks going through it's like complicated things like that but if you have wi-fi at home but everyone's it's got access mad. To yeah it's mad to go down to the box themselves. office yeah but if pe- people are nearby and they can get there why are you gonna pay th- to avoid the three pound fifty booking fee well i've to be fair when i'm going down to mom's i will pop in and get it and the box office staff are always signed it's just a Listen to one of them things. I'm sure they get shown. People want the tickets in their hand there and then, don't they? Which you can't blame them because we all panic. But I just love the fact that we're having arguments about the fourth round DFA Cup. Things I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. There's nothing really to complain about. We're trying. So I think the progress we've made is right. Saturday we get turned over one nil at Sheffield United. Disappointing game and that. Everyone around us lost. Had we won, we'd been like one point from the playoffs. That's so. And you look at that. You look look at that across the last three years. You're looking up instead of looking down. And we're not going to go up, but I mean, by and large, the, as Paul oh, said, you didn't know that. You, the, as Paul said, moaning about tickets and moaning about not, kits and that, it's so much more efficient than moaning about. To be fair, I do a fair amount of that, if I'm being honest. Not, I moan a lot. It's not only that, it's we lost, we didn't lose too much ground. We, we lost whilst putting up a fight and it, and it being, by all accounts, a, you know, we held our own in the game in what was apparent, what it seems was a bit of a, was a terrible game. I think Clive and Loffer words said the biggest positive about it is that it's now over. Um, That's very Clive. after you saw all the messages that footballers always send, I think Tony Leisner sent a really nice tweet, good tweet, saying words to the effect, they always say we go again or whatever he he said. And Steve McLaren in his post-match said similar. But unlike previous years when the likes of Joey Barton would say, you know, dust ourselves down, we go again and all that, you actually believe Mm. we're not going to capitulate on Saturday. Mm. Okay, we might not win. But we'll be fine. We'll be all right. This won't, this won't now lead, he says, touching a lot of wood. Well, this won't now lead to a kind of really bad run. We'll, we will. It feels like we actually will just dust ourselves down, go again, and hopefully get something. But it's Saturday. a weird old day because I was, because I, obviously I didn't go Saturday because I'm a terrible fan. Um, I, I watched the, the, the Millwall, um, who were they playing? Blackburn. Blackburn. And Blackburn had a £7 million player on the bench they got from Forrest. And I'm like, the championship is crazy. It's just insane that, you know, 
for years we did that it didn't work and we you know we all know that but like how can you have a seven million pound player in the championship these days when you say we did that we, was it last week the pod with Aiden said did someone say on the pod or did someone tell me off the pod oh that Naki we Wells is on 35 he probably is grand oh yeah week. he's on pretty so he's on salary like, yeah. it's not like we're we're, we're getting David, from the bargain did, basement if we didn't do that We'd probably would have got relegated. I would be in a lot of trouble this time. Naki Wells. Yeah, and in the end of the day, there's two reasons. I mean, we've always had a big squad. We have, mm. and because we can't sign players in January, which the, is a good thing, the squad is being utilised. So in previous years, we'd lost Cameron, Luongo, Branga, um, whoever. It would have been let's get someone in. We have to get someone in, but the squad's being. I get three in, and so it, you know, Cousins and Scowan, they're doing okay. You know, they're not our first choice centre midfielders, but when our first choice centre midfielders come back, but then the difference you know, we, we carry on, and, and that's great to see. The squad knows they're going to be there. I feel so. I don't think too. we'll lose any players in January. I'd be surprised if we do. Well, we've lost one already, which I think makes it interesting. We've moved one on. So we talk about the transfer window, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, the club put, wrote uh, a story today about um, Cameron, mm. Rangel... And Hemet, all coming back in a month's time. Now, we signed all of them in the previous transfer window and they came in and made an impact. So basically, we're signing them to mm. transfer windows in a row. They're kind of coming back. Plus, Silla's gone. Now, my understanding is you can, you can under these restrictions and our transfer embargo, you can bring in players uh, like um, one in, one out. They've got to be on a, a smaller wage. They've got to be on no more than 11 and a half grand a week or 75% of what the previous player yeah, was earning. That's right. Which means we can sign a deep, we probably can sign one decent player. But we can be signing anyone that's better window. than what we've got on that sort of money. But if we can bring one player in, who do we want or what sort of player do we want that to be? I'm not sure we need anyone. I don't think we need anyone. No, I really don't. I think. No. You know, you always talk about strikers, but, you know, um, Ote, Ote looked very encouraging against Leeds. Um, I really like Samuel. I think I think Samuel long-term could be a through-the-middle striker. He reminds me a little bit of Heskey in his very early days. You know, he's built Ote. up, he's strong. Yeah, no, uh, Samuel. He's, I think he's more he, winger, though, isn't he? He is, but Heskey started off as a winger. Heskey started as a winger and he was starting, they built him up, but he, he's very direct. See, reminds me of, of Les a lot when Les was young. He's kind of got that no fear factor, that kind of like grabbing the ball to take the penalty against Leeds was balls. But yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is we're not going to sign anyone in the transfer window who's going to be better than Samuel. Or Who would you loan out? I don't out think them? we're going to sign better than... Who would you loan out? I'd Paul Smith probably needs to be loaned out. Manning again? No, well, Manning's back. I mean, it made sense to bring Manning back. Scowan's always prone to a late tackle. He could be suspended. Yeah. You know, you, you mm. kind of if he if Cousins or Scowan get suspended, well, or injured, contract, you've got no one else to you got no one else to come in. You've got I to bring him back. I think Luongo's back. absence is my only sort of immediate fear at the moment. Um, I think Reading was a bit of an eye opener, but it seems like we sort of recovered. But the first half of Reading, it was a bit like, geez, we do rely on him a that. lot. And I know everyone had been saying, you know. Luongo is such the core of this team, but it was really like, geez, we need him. He controls everything and he brings a calmness to everyone on mm. the pitch. Uh, I don't think Australia are doing too well at the Asia Cup. They lost their first game well, to Jordan. Today, well, they're today. through, as oh, they might, damn. as you well might <laughs> be. They beat Syria today. I watched it at work today. Yeah, which they, they are. They are through. Damn. So he's definitely... I was hoping they might not make it. He's definitely not back before the first game of February, the Wigan okay. game. That would but, be the, but the earliest. But the thing is, we, we've known this since yeah. the start of the season. He won't yeah, but be there. There's always a hope because he wasn't in the World Cup that he might actually retire from international football with a hump. Really? Which is what I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I had a bet about it, said, you know, if I was you, mate, I'd teach that manager a, a bit lesson. Of a bit of Adele Tarrapt, I don't get I just, so no, no, I'd, just, I'd just say, like, seriously, you're travelling all that way. He's not going to play you. He doesn't appreciate you. You're loved down here. Come on. Different manager on. now. Is it? They yeah, don't. You, you lived in, down there for a bit. The Australian players don't seem to retire from international football. They just seem to jet across the world perpetually. For yeah, well, Yedin that retired in the summer. That means that he he retires from as he's the kind of first choice, right? Um, centre And is that been happening? Yeah, he played today. He, he came off. They took him off in the ninety third minute, the last minute sub, just to waste some time. But yeah, he did all right. He was. He, 
Yeah, he's playing with inferior players. They're not. It's the worst Australian team in 25 yeah, they're years. They're, really not, they're not a good side. They're not they a shouldn't good side. have qualified for the World Cup. They beat is, Syria is, in that playoff, didn't they? They, they beat Syria. Well, they beat Syria today. That's who they played today. Is yeah. Tim Cahill still playing at 47 years old? No, he's retired. Years he's old. retired. So. Oh, right. Okay. But, the, um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about the, the Aussies. It's kind of. But but I think as well, like I mean, you, your point about um, Maz missing for the Reading game is it, is fair. But it was the first time this season that since well, since the Blackpool game that Scowell and Cousins have played together. You know, and centre midfielders like centre backs need the kind of. You lost Cameron as well. You know, and, and to be fair, I mean, I, I didn't go to the Villa game, but I, I've watched it since live, and you know, both played very well. And um, I was fully expecting a, to, to lose up there. I had, yeah, definitely. I had I was no confidence. Shocked by that result. You know, and to go oh, you, the Reading game looked very leggy, very kind of tired, and you know, as you do in the Championship, they play so many games in a short amount of time, and he doesn't change the team up that much. I have to apologise, by the way, sorry, to anyone who's at a video game who sat near me because I was making terrible signs at the Villa fans, and I'm apologising, but they're getting my nerves. You know, but, the, but the point is, it was a very, it was a great result, you know, to go up there and get to all when you go, oh, wow. Yeah. And that's kind of almost... Like a Do you think they could be alone to the Championship next season, Ian, as well? Because they, they seem to think they were alone to the Championship. Oh, well, you know, it's not, I don't think it's a great Championship this year. They're on a bad year. run, Villa. Oh, it's great to see. I love it when they get the, the arrogance of these teams come down. Because one thing Newcastle won't when they came down was arrogant, which is quite bizarre because you thought they would have been. They won 6-0 though. Yeah, they absolutely smashed us. <laughs> they did, but they, they, they did it in a kind of workmanlike way. They went up, blah, blah. But Villa have been really arrogant. We're unknown to the Championship. We shouldn't be here. Yeah, we've got to play Birmingham. Oh, here's a look on the derby, blah, blah. But the point blah. is with the Championship, the, the best side I've seen this year were Hull. They were excellent. They were really that. good. They were really good. And they've won six in a row since yeah. then. And now they're above us. And when we played them in the bottom three, so it just shows like when you go on a run, you can, you know. Yeah, it's a mad. It's a mad I thought Middlesbrough were rubbish. Like, what do you think of Middlesbrough? I didn't yeah, think much of them at all. Poor, but Middle, the Middlesbrough fans want to get rid of Pulis. They're not really happy he's them? there. But he just keeps sort of scraping through and getting results. But after they played Burton in that um, quarter final of the cup, yeah. after they lost to us. And I saw fans coming out the ground and on Twitter saying, if we lose to Burton, he's got to go. Mm. Well, that was about a month ago now, and he's still there. And he's sort of got a few results now and then, but I don't think anyone's too happy. It's a bit like Karanka at Middlesbrough. There's there's no... At the top, like we had Newcastle I run mean, away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle ran away with it a few years back, and then Wolves ran away with it last year. This year, there's no kind of... Someone's got to follow up with his leads. Norwich Apache at times... West Brom should be doing better than what they are. Middlesbrough are kind of, yeah. It's just so, f- you know, it's the championship is so form-focused. If you can get form and get a run, then... To be fair, Leeds were good away. You're happy. I mean, they were quite decent until they crippled Cameron. Yeah. In which case, it was the old Leeds. I love and, Jeff Cameron. And um, they, they crippled him. And, um, you know, do you know what, though? It's, it's kind of, I'd love Leeds to mess up. Yeah, because, well, they beat us because of the uh, spying and intelligence that they gathered <laughs> on us before that game. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been too well. Do you know, I was thinking, when I read about that, that spy thing, I was thinking to myself, can you imagine if they'd have spied under Holloway? They'd been scratching their head for hours because nobody I could work it out. It's astonishing it happened, though, because you go to any professional training club, training ground, you can't get anywhere near. No. You can't get in. There's security everywhere, and like, you can't. And they train as far away from. The I side think as they it's can, outrageous, so. and they've unfairly gained a competitive advantage there and have stolen information and intelligence from other teams therefore have stolen points off other teams and should be should be sanctioned should lose points because if they let's say but at the Make end of the season Scotland. let's say at the end of the season they go up let's say they go up second three points above derby and they were caught spying on them the day before that game where they beat them 2-0 if you're derby you're going to take. You would take legal action on that uh, the, at that point. Uh, the but EFL surely... and FA said today that they are investigating it, but there hasn't been a hint about what the punishment will be. But I guess they'll find information. They'll find but them. They'll obviously, yeah, I was thinking it will just be a, a, a fine. I doubt it will be a points deduction. But mm. the sort of chat has been that oh, you know, we all do it. So they're you really know, though, all, yeah, all who? a lot. Well, a lot of ex pros, ex managers are saying you know Frank Lampard's reaction is so naive because he will know that his previous coaches at Chelsea at West Ham That's would true, have been actually. doing the same yeah. well, and true. to have a reaction like that is a bit embarrassing obviously I have never worked as a player or a coach so I don't know but the mm. going chat apart from Martin Keown who said it's sham- shambles and like um, you know a threat to the state of football. Everyone else has sort of said, "Oh, we all do it, so get over it." Well, mate. It's but the thing is, it's, 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 it's unnecessary, though. I mean, 
I don't agree with Scouts, that. videos, with you know, everything. All these clubs use data and what have you. If, it, if it's, it's not. legit, what are they doing hiding in the bushes? Well, I, I oh. think With a pair of pliers. I love that. He had a pair of pliers. I think, and I a change of clothes. I think it's probably <laughs> more spies who are sort of texting, so maybe a mole on the inside of another club rather than actual old-fashioned hiding in the bushes. I think a spy mentality exists, but in the NFL when it happened, a team got... Find five hundred grand. Yeah, it's very I don't different. think it's, it's going to be like it's that. Very, it's, it's very different though because they have. It's going to be have, you know twenty have, grand in the NFL and rugby and that. They have specific play calls and line outs and play, yeah. It's really yeah. you know it's bit, who's going to play right back, who's going to play left back. The, the biggest spies in football is a disgruntled player who's not inside. Well, yeah. who, who will ring up a college well exactly it's, it's more leaking I think which yeah. is common I don't really understand how there can be people rocking up at training grounds sitting in the bushes everywhere but that's what it's a great some image, people have been claiming that's why Sean Derry well, was left Leeds I, I, he had a big row with Dennis Wise because Dennis Wise accused Sean Derry of leaking that's right he told us that didn't he yeah. I think um, in his defence and I know Paul won't be happy about me defending uh, someone associated with Chelsea but I think Frank Lampard apparently was particularly spooked because um, his wife has had a, a, a stalking case. Yeah, that's so true. So I think yeah. initially, yeah, I think that was what spooked them and why also, they stopped that. Why it ignores, I mean, not being point. funny. It was also interesting because he said that earlier in the season there had also been someone... Uh, when they played Leeds mm. on the grounds, but it hadn't been followed up like, by the police this time and they didn't really take notice, whereas this time it's gone through kind of a formal chain and obviously it got le- leaked to the press and it's all gone a bit crazy. But if it happened before, it seems like maybe the punishment will be a bit more because it's the second time that so, it's been a complaint. So Biel- Biel- Bielsa, or Bielsa? Biel- Bielsa, Bielsa yeah. admitted to having done it before every game. Mm, we should bring Angelica in here, actually, from South America, knowing him. Now, they beat us in December, and you're not... Leeds beat us. They beat us. Yes? They didn't beat us, they cheated. Well, this is what I'm asking you. Are you fine with that? You're fine to write that off as a sort of competitive win? No, because you, you look now... at it and you go, did it really make that much difference? No, exactly. They would have beaten us anyway. You know, it was, it was, it was a debatable penalty up there. and It was when we should have one. But before you go to Angelica, one thing I would say is... I blame the mild winter. I really do. Because you think of it logically, you would notice elite mole or scouts spy in the bushes because the buggers be wearing shorts when it's snowing, trying Ooh. to prove how hard they are up north. So because I've had a mild winter, they're kind of blending in. Just, well, I thought so that one out there. Uh, Angelica, who hasn't drunk any of the tea that I made you, <laughs> so now I'm wondering what? if there's a problem is it, is, with is, the is tea. It's too hot. It's too hot. Yeah, is it okay, right. though? It's Not too much milk? Sauce. No, no, no. Is this, are we just crazy uptight Brits talking about spying and shouldn't be worried about it? Or, or what's your take on it? Um, actually, I think spying has always been in football. <laughs> so I don't think it's anything new. And it actually happens a lot. In, well, I'm not from South America, I'm Central America and North America. Sorry. But, Sorry. No, don't worry, don't worry. Um, but it happens I all the time. So. I think, I don't know if it should be punished, but definitely it's something that it's always been there. And um, I don't know, maybe uh, it shouldn't been done. Yeah. But it's always been done. Mm. So is, is, this, is, this a, is this a, sorry, is a cultural thing in South America without being kind of like treating a woman the same brush, is it? I think it would always happen in the Argentinian, Argentinian football um, they have a lot of troubles, actually. Probably you've heard about all the troubles about the uh, yeah, Libertadores Cup. Yeah, Argentina anyway. So. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's part of our culture. It doesn't happen in Mexican football, but yeah, it happens a lot in South American football, yeah. So, right, talking about Mexican football, which I think we should go away from the, the other subject because it's Leeds and I hate them anyway. Well, them. it was related to us and yeah. the other teams and in the championship. But, but yeah. If their midiates could stop singing Champions of Europe as well, they'd really get, be happy. Anyway, um, who do you recommend as a championship-style footballer in Mexico who QPR could look at if someone from QPR was in this podcast? Is there anyone that we could afford about 300,000? Well, there was an ex-QPR player playing in Mexico. Two playing in Mexico was last that, season, Ali Fallon, wasn't he out there? He was one of them. Yeah. Who was the other? 
Gina Padula. No. No, no he's retired years ago. No. Raphael Morrison. Oh, yes, he was at Tigres, aren't they? Yeah. So who should QPR be, be looking to Lord bring Steel over? Um, probably, and probably you've heard of him, uh, Pablo Barrera. He, he played for West Ham. Okay. Um, and he's currently playing in my team, Pumas. Okay. Uh, he's really good. Um, I think he's on the range. And he's a very good player. So, yeah, it would be a good option. And I was telling Paul before that uh, there's a brilliant Mexican player, but I think everybody is bidding on him. That is Chucky Lozano. And I think all the major Premier League uh, teams mm. and the Spanish teams are bidding on him. But, well... He wants to play in England, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paul, and to be fair, we are in London. Paul, you, you've talked already about how you don't like Leeds, you don't like Aston Villa. I want to ask you, who's your favourite championship club apart from QPR? I hate everyone. Okay, thanks for that. I do, I, I genuinely do. I mean, I... Why do you have to hate everyone, though? Why do you um, have to hate better. everyone? Obviously, Allow... I can understand if you've been burnt by um, some supporters from an opposition team or some players that wound you up, but sometimes you just got to bask in their Why don't you allow love into your life well, the yeah. thing is, and the t- not hate The everyone. team I get on with most of the championship is everyone hates is Millwall, because I know quite a few Millwall fans are friends of mine, good friends of mine, who I've never had a problem with, but everyone else seems to hate them, which is fair enough, it's their choice. Um, Brentford I can't stand, Hull I can't stand. Um, can't it, hate Brentford. You're not allowed to hate yeah. Brentford. You um, can't lower yourself to hate Brentford. Ipswich. I don't like them. Okay, have a think about it and let us know who you don't hate. Be- before we go on to ours, then let's talk about Saturday. Preston North End. Bounce what are back. we? What are we expecting? Bounce back. Ability? I like Trump, yeah. yeah. They're not in the championship. I know, but they're nice fans. Okay. Preston are a hard team to beat. They are well organised. Yeah, they're on a bad run, but they're. I think at home we should be okay. Obviously, we opened the season against them with a defeat, and that was frustrating. But they're yeah, there's one of those teams that we haven't done that well against in recent seasons. Mm. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll be something a bit different. But they're quite leaky, though, aren't they? Yeah, I so. mean they're a strange side because they've got that sort of northern grit about them which Let me self. QPR teams don't tend to do that no well against no one ever talks about southern grit do they no but well, I I'd think like we do think struggle I've got southern grit about me we struggle right? against that, that northern sure grit, grit. So. no one would say oh you've got Irish grit about you would they <laughs> It's always northern grit. Sorry, I interrupted your it's point. It's all right. No, I think it's. I actually got insulted recently yesterday. Did you? Yeah, it's quite weird. In Barnet, someone said something about the Irish. I was like, what's that got to do with the fact you can park? But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you, Paul. I wasn't. It was yeah. quite weird. I actually was really good about it. A couple of years ago, I had a real issue with it. But yesterday, I was just like, do you know what? In the current climate, I kind of get why you're an idiot. So you are Paul. letting love into your life. Yeah. Then. Actually, just not you know in your football life. I, I'm, I'm much better. The thing about teams is. It's kind of like when you go through it, I've always had a bad experience somewhere. Even Berry when QPR lost to Berry. You know, you I go, can understand that. Yeah, you kind of like, but in, see, I still hate Cardiff. And I hate Luton. Yeah, I hate Cardiff. Cardiff's a horrible place. And Luton as well. I can't stand. Cannot stand Luton. I, I, I loved it, and I shouldn't really say this, but I quite loved it when they had their problems because it's always an awful place to go and watch football. They hate QPR. Terrible, terrible club. And I got in when they had the ban on as well, so up yours. Carry on. Um... Ian Preston. Why can't you hit Brentford, by the way? You can't hit Brentford. I don't deserve a hate. The Brentford. Um, you're sort of legit. Well, you're legitimising them if you hate them. Mm. That's like they saying you're legitimising be- Chelsea because they're a bunch of horrible bastards. Um, slightly different, but anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I quite like Preston. Yeah, I went to Preston. Union Preston, so I've actually used to when I wasn't playing on a Saturday, I'd go and watch Preston and. And uh, if a London team was playing, I'd go and stand the away end. So I've been in the Fulham away end, the Leighton Orient away end, all these teams. Which I can't hate Fulham and Brentford on that because why wouldn't you go in the home end? I go in the home end sometimes. I went to yeah. Wembley to watch them when they got to the playoff final. Right, oh, yeah. Wanderers, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They had David Beckham playing for them on loan, and ah. it was great. It was great. The town end and that. So when and Preston have repaid me for my kind of you know soft spot by every time we play them, they they beat us. 
They even the we never, after we me. never beat Preston. I've always wanted to go to Deepdale. It's um, supposed to be really oh, nice. It's yeah, 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 it's a proper, proper nice. You, you know, they've you know, got know. a bar but they're, 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 they're a very well-run team, and they're very. They always. I think it's a big game for us because this season we've been pretty good at beating teams around the bottom areas, and we've kind of held our own quite well against the teams in the top, the mid-table teams, the Bristol Cities, mm. the Prestons. Mm. We, we, we've kind of struggled against, and I think. You know, Alex Neal's a decent enough manager. They 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 are what they are. They play some of their parts. Well, last year and, they played the win. And they, they? they would when they beat us last year. They beat us fair and square, two one at Rangers. They were mm. they were they were good. They pushed hard. I mean, they, they punched. But I think weird. we've got something about us this year we haven't had before. We've got. I've Isn't got, it weird that we can name the team already? There's that, but we also, like, I mean, I've, I've, got, I've got I've got a mate of mine who's a Villa fan, and and he's you know he's not a myopic fan, but he was like, yeah, the point was a fair result, but my God, you you guys are time wasting from. They get your nose so, smashed, and he, and he wasn't he wasn't lying, you know. <laughs> we, 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 we but, but, we, however, however, that's something that. Hang on, Ian, we weren't time wasting. We played 102 minutes. Yeah, but he got his nose smashed. On, no, anyway, at the end, after post nose smash, Lumley was really dicking about. Yeah. Do you know what? And he got booked for it. <laughs> he was seeing two balls at a time. You anyway, try and kick anyway, one but the point is, KPR are not associated with that side of things. Time wasting, gamesmanship, being. Hard to beat, being nasty. The other team's going, we're not rolling over and just yeah. as we're used to. We've been so easy to beat. I mean, particularly last season, mm. we were easy to beat. We we've were got soft. We're soft. Now. We're not and soft anymore. Also, it's yeah. a different type of time wasting. We used to do the time wasting where we were 1 0 up and we were holding on to it and then we were yeah. letting an equaliser anyway in, the st- in and stoppage please, time. And it's my biggest bugbear. Please, 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 please don't take the ball to the corner. It never works. It doesn't work. Every time we take the ball to the corner, mm. 86 minutes, Someone we'll, gets lose over. we'll lose <laughs> the ball. It's a, it's, a, it's a, just pass the ball, knock it around, keep possession. I've That's, always wondered you know, why it, it's, it's a naive way of playing football. We don't knock it back. I know you said shush about Filler, and I hear you, but at the same time, if Filler were in our position to do exactly the same thing, it's modern football, and we don't do enough of it. I used to hear it when people say, I quite like QPR because you're not offending them, you're not upsetting them, you're not getting in their faces. I want QPR to upset people. And that's the point I was trying to make. He was. And you mean it well. We're doing that. And and away from home, we've looked a lot better than we have for a long time. But I want people to hate us because we're pissing them off. Because we're going up there, we're taking their points, we're taking their so-called precious league position away from the premiership. They, They feel they deserve to be by just being their club. No, you've got to earn everything in football is earned. And if we can go up there and get a point off them, time waste and not bollocks to them. But it'll be interesting to see how the game is played because we, I mean, even against Reading, we very much let them have the ball. Mm. And we did it against Ipswich until we scored. Let them have the ball. Let them. Preston are going to play like we play away from home. They're going to try and let us have the ball. Now, can we play mm. in a style that's going to affect the game? Yeah. So, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's a game you look on paper you should win, but... Do you it's ever actually game. think that? Game. Do you actually look at a game on paper and think we should win this? Because yeah. I'm flipping well done. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Reading, yeah. I thought that. Reading, yeah. Reading yes. I, went, I went in, thought Ooh. we'd walk away 3-0 and that's sort of been... Mm. A, Reading are now a yeah. bit of a transition with a new manager and I thought they were pretty good. I thought they kept yeah, possession they really well. They created a few good well, they chances. They won, didn't they? They just couldn't finish. I was more, Jack I was more worried about the... they won at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best on goals I've ever seen. I was more worried about the Ipswich game because Paul Lambert has a good record against us. Yeah, that I, was a good night. And nice Reading are the worst team I've seen this year. They were awful. That was a good little we beat bonus. Them away from home. Awful. Uh, the away game, yeah. 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 And um but they and there was more of us though. And to be fair, that was quite a good point in the end, because really we yeah. probably were on the back foot for most mm. of that. Do you know what I like more about anything when I watch QPR play at night is that everyone who has a ball has confidence with them. It's not that kind of it's a friggin' hunger near to get rid of it quickly. Even Leicester are doing spreading the ball across when Ezzy gets it the way he controls the way he moves it. We're, we're actually, and people are getting Ezzy's back, and I understand sometimes that yes, he does go too, but, but I'd rather see a young player taking people yeah. on, learn yeah, the experience. Risks. Yeah, because that's what you pay for. You don't pay to watch yeah, a Tony Pulis side just knock the ball from one area to another. Who wants that? It'd be great to see the lads at the end of the season stand up and get a good round of applause because they've really given a good shift this season. Whatever anyone says, however it ends, we have given a, a Mid go. Mid-table's great. I'll bask in it. Let's if we were the, the playoffs, though, that would be amazing because the club need the playoffs to pay bills, and I get that. And they probably need to go up to, to, to wipe the debt. final, you mean? Well, no, they, to be fair, it's I think if, 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 you, game, if, you said if, Lee, yeah, but if you said to Lee Hughes or the board, right, would you take the premiership now? And of course they would. Of course, because yeah. we need to pay debts off. We have to. We, we, you of know. course you would. But who, sorry, who wouldn't? Who well, wouldn't? T- if, if somebody seriously says they don't want to go up now, 
Let's get them on the. I don't want to get beat every week again, but yes. if it clears our debt and puts us forward for the next five years, then I take it. You won't find me anyone who wouldn't take going up this season. Yeah, Not seriously. And I was saying that I do hit half and half scars and I hit Chelsea fans coming to the ground, but apart from that, I'll take it. Um, very quickly before we go on. To By the way, can we laugh at Fulham? What for this week? Just everything. You seen what's happened to Fulham today? What go on today? Uh, two of their players had a, a tear up in a in a yoga session. <laughs> <laughs> Mit- no. Mit- that is so full of right what now. happened Mit- Mit- Mitrovic and Kamara oh, Mitrovic is mental I though. love Mitrovic and do you know what I look I at Fulham him. and I laugh my what's it off because they were good last year Fulham yeah, really and they didn't need to buy all no. the players they did no. and they did exactly really? what we did they did exactly, exactly what, what we did under Hughes we went out and got rid of and, and the Warnock as well to be fair and got rid of all the players Jim that got Buster. you up oh, it's Mitrovic and Kamara who in riled Fulham's over that penalty gr- yeah. Yeah. in Fulham's training ground gym you know, so they spent 140 million as quid as one does 140 million quid on players and they still can't defend and they're a little, it they're reminds a, it reminds me of us actually. How the hell? Yeah. Hang on, we said that. Quite... It's not like we didn't all say this no, is an accident. This is this a, bad is a idea. disaster. Yeah. Hang on, we second. How do you get angry at yoga? <laughs> well, by not letting love into your life. I've never done yoga that's, except that's how it happens. Sky Paul. hasn't talked about yoga; it's just talked about the gym. But that's not saying it's not yoga. I mean, it's be- it's great if it is yoga because it's supposed to be very it mellow. Is. If it was yoga, mellow thing. The only thing is, if it was yoga, the force wasn't with them. The son have led with yoga. Was so that it a must Yoda joke? Yeah, but I'm dyslexic. Right, I get okay. away with it. Charlie White got the story. So, um, right, let's do very quick predictions. Seeing as we're talking about Preston, before do you reckon we do anyone still listening to the podcast? Do I reckon anyone is still listening to this podcast? Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. No, me neither. Um, predictions. That was a joke, Dave. What's your prediction for Preston? I think we'll win two nil. I think we'll win two nil as well. Ian, I think it'll be a one nil draw. Oh, I'm a bit worried give over. Go away. We'll win. We'll win at home. <laughs> one all from Ian. Angelica? I think we win 2-1. Okay, very good. You can come back and flow. <laughs> from Mexico <laughs> every week. Uh, I'm going to go 2 all. Wow. Okay. Who's so going to this... score their goals in? Good Who question. Cares? <laughs> um, so they're not scoring, you see. I just so, signed this fellow on big money from... Leading scorer in Division League One. Oh, he has another. His name I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I hit that. It's right, like, I do hit that so much. It's like, oh, why, why? Stick with the team you had. Carry on. I'll end. What? This is the last part of the podcast. Anyone got anything that they haven't brought up yet? I have. Go on. I was talking to my Northern Irish friend Alan today and yesterday. By the way, this is your R's end. You don't. Do a, yeah. you're not riffing one, then no, coming back no, no, to no, do no. what you claim to have been your Arsenal. No, no, all it's along. fine. Okay. And um, QPR being an Irish club and having an Irish fan base as well from years ago and shit with Bush and Wilson and all that sort of thing. Why has no one heard of egg beat up in a cup? Excuse I, me? What? <laughs> no one's heard of it. Egg beat up in a cup. Do you know what this is? Angelica laughs about it. How do you. Wh- what is what? it? What? It's what you do is you boil your egg. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Alan didn't know this, he's Northern Irish. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Neil, I, our engineer, who is have you heard of from Southern cup? Ireland, have you heard of right, what no, you do is you It's a shake of the head, he's not heard All right, of what it. you do okay. is, right, dear listeners, please let me know if you've got connections with the North, South, or whatever of Ireland. Sounds you, disgusting. It's what? lovely. You haven't heard you, it yet. <gasps> you haven't you heard said it. it sounds disgusting. Yeah. I thought you said the South is disgusting. No, no. I thought, what? No, no, no. What that sounds uh, after, after you were on the pod Flo last said, time, it sounds you don't disgusting. need any more hits. You really don't. No, okay. um, so what you do is you, you boil your egg, right? Or your two eggs, or your three eggs. Three eggs is good. And you put, you obviously you boil it. You take the shell off. You stick it in. You mash it up. You stick in a wee bit of butter, wee bit of salt and pepper. Absolutely good. Don't do that face. It's good. I tell you, it, it's a breakfast for champions. I'm telling you. I like eggs, but that is minging. That Seriously, your, that, that is lovely. Your, that was your R's end. I want everyone to try it, who listens to the podcast, and give me their verdict on Twitter. Egg in a cup. Yeah, what you do is, just a rehab. Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. We got it. It's a great breakfast. It's a boiled egg mashed up with a bit of butter. Okay. Use three if you want a good breakfast. Okay. But use three. And also, my last R's end, yeah. which is to QPR. Amazing what they're doing with the community again. I, do you know what? Every time I hear, and I can't say what I've heard, one of them things, but what the club do behind the scenes now, so proud. They really are 
return to local community and that's the club that we've always wanted that was missing for so many years and I'm so proud of the club and what they do for everyone in the community these days Ian? Um, I can't better that I mean you, were, you, <laughs> but what you, you I think, I think you it's, just, it's just I'm, I'm, I'm actually I mean I've been back from Australia three and a half years this is my I'm really enjoying this season mm. I mm. really enjoyed the Leeds game um, the guys in the seat in front of me, we actually high-fived after the Leeds game. And normally it's sort of right. moaning and groaning and what have you. And um, It's been good. I feel we've got a manager who's quite measured. I don't get upset by the lunacy on the sideline of the previous manager. He doesn't talk about himself in press conferences. Um, we're harder to beat. We just look a lot better as a team. Um, you're playing Pavel Shawick in his right position. And believe it or not, he's playing quite well. It's just things like that. that we don't have a consensus on what his actual name is yet, though. Pavel Shawick, isn't it? But is it? Because I think I heard Sky pronounce the, the L. Jolek. Should we get him on? Maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe it is Jolek. Um, Either way, but Pavel Shawick. And it's just nice that we, hopefully we don't lose any of our players before the end of the year. We're going to have to sell in the summer. We really well, are. In the fact that if any... Bid comes in, it's realistic, we will have to sell them. Of course, but I, I just don't think if you're going to bid now, bid in the summer. You know, I mean, we'll sell. I mean, Bristol City sold three of their best players in the summer and made 25 million quid out of it. That's what you have to do. But what I'm trying to say is that um, teams winning, we've got a fourth round cup game I'm excited about, and I'm looking forward to going to Rangers again. It's, it's kind of it's good. It's I've got to add one thing, by the way, sorry, Ian, about you said about Team Spirit. I just heard Joe Lumley was put up by the Gallon family in Lodgings when he first joined QPR. And he went back to the mum, gave a load of flowers and a big hug and said, without them, he wouldn't have made his QPR debut. So that is a team that I'm so proud of, that the players are grounded, they're doing the right thing. And fair play to, um, to Lumley doing that. He sounds like a lovely fella. Because John and I sit next to his two young fellas were flag wavers at the Reading game, I think. Mm. And um, apparently just emailed the club and the club are very, they've got someone whose job it is to kind of get young kids in doing that sort of thing it's brilliant and they said Lumley was great he was high-fiving them and yeah it's, it's just there's a nice feel about the club at the moment you know mm. yeah. okay yeah. Um, I'm positive go for, last. for once well I think we all are I are just, we all good but before we go to flow which we will do in a second I haven't are we yet. all right, right you go in a second are we all going to try egg in a cup before the next podcast no Come on, guys. No, no, Please. No. Try it. Flo. I don't know if you I are. To try it. Oh, I'm not Flo, going come to. on. It's easy. Try it. We've I've had an egg before and I've had butter before and I've had things out of a cup before and I can imagine what those three You've things are. You've got to use a teaspoon. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. Seriously? No, I'm good. Try it? I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. good. Um, I, um, I'm not letting love into my heart on that particular recipe, I'm afraid. Oh, I don't know very good. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, I was just I had a mild a slight point to make really on yours about QPR managers and and making things about themselves and ex-managers because it was about uh, Neil Warnock's Brexit comments which which uh, I think is the best example ever of how sport and politics should not mix um, and that sport is often a good way to take your minds off politics, and when they do, it's a recipe for disaster. Do you think he would have said it had they beat Man City 1-0? Well, instead no. Drawing, to take instead of drawing 0-0 at home with Huddersfield. So I did think, I, did, I guess it's a sort of related point, and it's a related point to us on going up, I thought, with David Wagner leaving Huddersfield yesterday, and Neil Warnock, I believe, either going down... Cardiff will either go down or stay up without Neil Warnock. I'm not sure they'll stay up with Neil Warnock. That actually, if you go up, you basically are getting yourself sacked more often than not, aren't you? It's kind of a, a shorthand way to lose your job for any manager by getting clubs up. Because I know David Wagner, in theory, didn't get sacked, but he's not in a job anymore, is he? Having, uh, having got Huddersfield up. So I think you're probably right. And I think there's probably merit in what you're saying. Right, Flo. Um, yeah, Warnock was funny when it was only really a matter of time, but Holloway was never far off from one of those sorts of comments either. So um, hopefully McLaren won't be sticking. Oh, I think that's it. a bit unfair on Ian Holloway with us not knowing his politics. But 
would often no. put his... Yeah, but I, he made some... I remember him once commenting on, on how... And I know it is an issue in football, players sort of assimilating and not being able to speak English, but there was a slightly dodgy comment, I think he said, in reference to Silla about the lads in the squad who speak English and the lads that don't, yeah. and it was a bit of an us-and-them mentality. And that was the that was probably the most Brexity Holloway ever got. Luckily, he didn't dig deeper. I, I should say, I, I don't have a problem with... Um, and he'll be very grateful for this. No, I don't have a problem with Neil Warnock having an opinion on Brexit or being... Uh, pro leave, which he obviously is. I just don't think that football people, oh, the yeah. country is split. Football fan bases will be split. What like like it's just leave it not out. leave it out. Exactly. I was actually in a press conference in Ian Holloway's first reign as manager where he dabbled in international relations. Yeah, never goes and well. It was very very funny. To be fair, it was the Gulf War had just started, the Second Gulf War. All right, and Holloway was there and he was talking and he went. And I say to my wife yesterday, you know, look at that lad there on the back of that boss. Off the war he is. If he's got a left foot, I'd sign him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The thing, going back to Warnock and Brexit, the thing is, like, football's quite a divisive place with Brexit and Twitter and everything else. Yeah. And That's my point. Just yeah, keep out of it. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, if you're buying the amount of players he buys from Europe, from European agents, he's not helping his point. And I, I do wonder, and I did say this the other 11 day... Nations, apparently he was in France last week scouting a player and the club are owned by Malaysians. Exactly. It's probably not the most no. wisest of comments. Is no, it? but then again, it's, everyone's got a view on Brexit. Everyone, the big votes are known. Everyone knows what's going to happen. I, I agree, Just, but if you're Neil Warnock, make that view to your mates mm. and your family. If he can help himself, can I? I mean, I appreciate we've done for QPR. We're those two. By the way, I forgot my biggest R's end for the show. Sorry, Neil. George, happy birthday happy for Friday. This Don't, is George Sharp. Yeah, he's one of our youngest listeners. 11 or 12, isn't it? I re- I'm predicting he'll be 10. All right, okay. Happy birthday, George. Stay off the vlog. Uh, Flo, did you, did you make your. No, point, or um, we went to? actually back onto your point. Okay. Uh, but I'm now, I'm now going to flow back into oh, Ian's point, which is, um, yeah, just really enjoying the good vibes. And. Uh, this podcast or QPR season? Just QPR season, right. really. Still and the fact that. that people are almost fighting over tickets to Pompey is pretty incredible. I'll take I mean, that. It's, it's, as soon as I saw the fixtures, it was a no-brainer. It's such a great mm. sort of day out, and it's so close as well. So, yeah, hopefully we do sell out. I, I, I have a slight concern that there'll be a bit of a fuss about nothing and... Um, we might get that extra bit and not be able to fill it. But hopefully we will and it'll be a great day and we'll win and we'll get into the fifth round. So. I think Saturday's important for yeah. the Pompey game. I think yeah. if we win I on Saturday. We win, people, when is the fifth round? The week after this one. This is, oh, you mean the fourth the round? Fourth sorry, round. sorry. sorry. Oh, the fifth fifth round. Round. It's always three weeks uh, after, isn't February, it? Mid-Feb, yeah. It's three weeks oh, after. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are you yeah. busy or something? Yeah. No, cause would that be Wigan away? Can you make it? Would that be No, second? Wigan's on the second. So it'll be... Because they moved that, they moved the West Okay, let's work out if Paul can make the fifth round after we've stopped recording. Uh, To be continued. To be continued. Everyone, thank you. What would that be then? We'll 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 Google it. it. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, Good podcast. We will be back next week. Hopefully someone decent. Come on you ours. (laughs) UPR. UPR. This one right there.